Hello and welcome to Black Eye the Podcast, the podcast where I share my perspective on life through my eyes. Hi guys, welcome to episode 11 and the final episode for 2022. Today I wanted to do my own version of 2022 Wrapped as we see on Spotify or Apple Music. This will be a short one, just wanted to sit down for 15-20 minutes and just run through my kind of, my Timmy's takes on the year as a whole and, and a few things I've learned and I, that I wanted to share um, before we wrap up for the year. So t- today's Tuesday, the episode's late, um, and this was tied into one of my other um, uh, things that I've learned this year. Had a busy week, busy weekend, I had some friends over for Christmas, um, a Christmas dinner kind of thing where I cooked loads of food on Saturday and then I've just been like recovering on Sunday and cleaning and then today I was really busy with work, or yesterday I was busy with work and then today I've been busy as well. So I haven't had time to sit down and record the episode and I was like considering getting home at like 11 and recording, but I just thought, you know what, actually it's, there's no point in me just... Um, forcing myself to make something for the sake of making it without it being too a standard or even having any kind of real structure to it. But today I wanted to um, just record something before I ended the year and just have some kind of connection before I sign off for the years. You know, next week is the week of Christmas, then I think I'll kind of, we'll be off, or I'll be off, I say we as if as a team, it's just me, but we'll be off, um, I guess off of um, the podcast releases for a few weeks until we get to the new year and then we'll be back in with new episodes. So... I wanted to share some things that I, I've learned in this year. I have three or four, and I wanted to just talk about them generally, just explain, I guess, what what I've learned in 2022. I know people often do like New Year's resolutions at the start of the year, but I think it's kind of good to reflect at the end of the year so you can then lean into that and then use that to form your your ideas going forward into the, into the new year. So for me, um, this is what I've got to share and say, and I hope that the... the, the um, the points and messages are interesting. Um, before I get into that, it's kind of crazy because there's snow outside. And people who are in the UK, um, you'll have gone through the whole insanity of this this week. But it's been minus three degrees in the UK, and it doesn't get the, it gets cold, but it doesn't get that cold. So everyone's kind of been all the trains have broken and schools are closing and systems are shutting down and buses are crashing and people are falling over. The UK just is not really, it's not, hasn't got the infrastructure or isn't built for any kind of like uh, intense weather. So I'm sat in my bedroom with my fan heater on in the background and I've got my, I've got layers on and socks on and it's freezing. So I hope wherever people listen from that it's slightly warmer, if you're managing to get away before the end of the year to a warmer location, good for you. If you're stuck in the UK, wrap up, I hope you managed to claim back that 400 or whatever amount, I think it's 400 pounds, discount from the government health energy bills, and I hope everyone manages to stay safe and stay warm. Now, first thing I've learned this year that I want to talk about was um, something that I think comes with being honest with yourself, and that's just in terms of sometimes admitting when you've taken on too much, you've you know bitten off more than you can chew, and you can't keep going at that pace, and it's okay to kind of just accept and say and just be honest with yourself that actually, you know what? I, I can't do this thing or I need to kind of put something on pause, I need to take a break. Uh, and it's something that I, I think the whole year, I slowly but surely from January to now started doing new things and adding new projects and taking on more responsibility. It's been a very full on year this year, which has been good. It's, I've been very busy and occupied, but one thing I realized is that I just don't have enough free time or downtime or time to just, I think, relax or reflect. And so I definitely um, have, like even before next year, I've decided that I'm going to make sure that um, I just make sure that I don't overpile my plate with things to do. And a lot of that for me comes, I think, from wanting to be busy and to feel like I'm doing my best in all ways and achieving things as much as possible. But at the same time, I think 
taking on so many projects to the point where you don't have time to even focus on doing the one the projects you have to a good standard where you're happy with the quality of what you're putting out or the content you're putting out or just the way you're performing at work or you know just how present you are for things is not the best way to be because obviously that just means that you're then just I guess I guess I would say like <laughs> operating on in crisis mode and jumping from one thing to the next and just kind of doing the essentials and doing the bare minimum to keep, keep things going rather than like thriving and being successful and this will tie into another point that I'll say next but yeah this year I definitely it's only in the last month or so there was so I've been I mean just to share some things so obviously I work a full-time job at an investment bank I um do this podcast I do a lot of stuff on TikTok I have a YouTube channel that I post videos on not consistently which the algorithm hates me for I also do um Instagram stuff I also was working on a business I also um do some like film production I've been done some acting um and so all of those things enough you know each of those things could be its own full-time job and I've managed to do it this year up to an extent and I'm proud of myself but um I kind of had to look at myself like around my birthday when I was like I just got back from New York, flew back overnight, had a birthday party the same day. So I arrived at 6am, so I took the red eye from New York back to the UK. Had a dinner party for my birthday and then had to be up the next day to like record something. And I was like flying around and I kind of was like, okay, it cannot be go, go, go all the time. Sometimes you have to have times where you've done all you need to do and you can just relax and there's nothing else to do. But the with the amount of things I had going on... I was never going to have any downtime because there was always always so many things I had to do because I had so many things on. So even when I was relaxing, I would feel guilty about taking a step away from being busy or taking a break or not doing something. Because I, I knew in the back of my mind that obviously I had other things to be doing. And in September, I just thought, it was like, you know what, there are things that I care about, but just because I want to do them doesn't mean I have to do them all now and I had to say to myself it's fine to actually take a pause and be like I'm not going to do this thing right now this thing can wait or this thing isn't a priority currently and when I get time or I have more space then it will be but I it was kind of like do or die because I can't just keep operating on a go 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 non-stop and I was so exhausted and so tired and work was busy and I was kind of burnt out with work and it just came to a head where I was like I, I know I have to be realistic and I think it's just being realistic and being okay well you thought you could do this and there's no shame and sometimes I think I don't want to use the word failing but having to readjust your priorities or actually accept things are not as you thought they were so for me it was kind of just being like, okay well what can I take out of all these things I'm doing and just say okay this I'm going to stop doing now when I get time to if I get time to in the future then I will but for now these are the things I want to focus on and so it just came to a point of kind of just being honest and saying actually you know what I, I can't handle everything that I've got on my plate and so I think I definitely feel better for it now and even I think as I've done that it's made me realise that the relief it's caused by doing less and so I think I'm going to even try in the new year and see what other things I might want to pause or do in cycles and actually just make sure that I can put my effort into doing things I want to do and make sure I'm doing all the things I, things I want to do at a level that I'm proud of and, and in a way that makes me feel in control when you have that many things like going on at once and so many plates you're juggling it's impossible to ever feel like you have things in control because you're constantly behind. And that's what I felt. I was kind of like, had, the, you know, I was spinning all these plates at once and one was always about to tip. So I was constantly jumping between one plate and the next. And I realized that actually, you know, I needed to just take my time and just, just fully just pick a few less plates to spin and plates that I could spin comfortably and make sure that I had control of them. And I'm kind of still phasing into that now. And I think even, you know, down to doing this podcast, I just said, you know, I had such a busy few days. There was no way I was going to have the time to. I needed to rest. I was like falling asleep whilst I was out seeing friends and stuff. And I had to just be like, 
I cannot just keep doing all these things and say it's because, you know, there's 24 hours in a day and Molly May says that we have 24 hours and so I just had to take some time to stop. And I definitely feel better for it. And I think that's one thing I'm going to try and learn from this year and take into the next year is just making sure that I'm constantly or as often as I can checking in with myself and being like, okay, how do you actually feel with what you've got on? Do you have too much on? And there's nothing wrong with just saying, actually, I need to stop doing X, Y, Z for now and then come back to that later. So I encourage everyone to just be like, okay, you know what? What am I, what keeps me busy? Is it like the job? And also I think, sorry, back to the previous point. I think having a job is enough. <laughs> like that's the other thing I think with social media, that's kind of how I got into the space was that I'd see people online who are creative and they, they do production stuff and they also have a channel doing this and they have a business doing hair and they also like, you know, they're like a part of a dance collective and they rehearse and they have this cool job and they like travel. And I was like, okay, well, everyone else is managing to do it. So why can't I, why can't I? And it's also like, it's bad to compare yourself and think you have to do things the way other people are doing it for it to be um, successful or for it to work out or for it to be right for you. Everyone is different. Everyone's capacity is different. You don't know what people have going on behind the scenes. And I think one of those things is enough. Just having a job and then relaxing when you're not working is completely fine. You know, If that's what makes you feel happy, if that's what makes you feel in control and that's what you're comfortable with, then it's fine to stay in that place until you're able to up it gradually. But I think doing so many things or doing whatever because you feel like you have to to keep up with everyone else and impress other people isn't healthy and isn't, it's also just unnecessary added pressure to yourself. And there are things that I'm missing out on that I also really want to do because I didn't have time because of how much I had on. So for example, the gym, I've spoken about this before. I realized when I spoke to like the guy at the gym that I was doing like a um, like a month like um, bulking session with that I just didn't have time to go to the gym because I had too much things going on, too many things going on. And I couldn't wake up early to go because I was exhausted from constantly working late or doing all these things that like when I finished working, for example, now I finished working and it's now, I think, seven, I'm now recording the podcast. Um, and most people probably finish work, have dinner and then just chill, but I've got to finish the podcast, edit the podcast and do some other content stuff. And then I've got to get ready for going into the office tomorrow and then I've got to like you know work a full day and I think having a then the intensity of my job and the way my job is like that could be enough like that's viable enough and that's something that you can be proud of proud of in itself that I'm doing well at my job and I'm maintaining a good job and I'm just doing that and that's what I'm focusing on and there's nothing wrong with focusing in on one thing and not having to be broad sometimes it's good to be niche and have you know um better than being a jack of all trades is to be skilled at one and so I think I'm trying to ask myself, okay, in the next year, what one or two things am I really going to focus on and then what I'm going to put on pause and just see if I really devote myself to these two things thoroughly and intensely and really put my all into it. Let's see how far I can get. And then if it doesn't work out, then I reassess and I can go to something else. And there's nothing wrong. Again, I think anyone that I look up to, musicians, artists, whatever, creatives that have succeeded, all talk about the amount of things they did that failed that they had to pick themselves up from the floor and, and try again. I think that's one thing that I'm trying to reconcile myself with. It's fine to stop something and start something else so I think yeah try just try and ask yourself what is keeping me busy that's keeping me happy and what is keeping me busy that's actually taking away from other things I want to do or what is overwhelming me and can I reduce those things or stop some of those things completely because I think it's completely fine to do so so the second one is a question that I asked myself at one point that then helped me get to an answer that made me realize that I have to kind of ask myself the question more often the question is are you living or simply surviving? And you can take living to mean, I think, a, a range of different things and see it in different ways, but are you living your life and are you enjoying your life and are you fulfilled in your life or are you simply just surviving and getting by day by day? And I think this is something that, I don't know if it's just common in the UK, but people always say, hey, hey how are you? And people just say, fine. And you say, yeah, good, thanks to you. Or, or not too bad, not too bad, which is obviously kind of <laughs> not necessarily good. And I kind of the same time when I was saying September when I was really busy and kind of just all over the place and a bit burnt out is that I realised that I wasn't 
unhappy, but I wasn't like super happy. I kind of was just like just going through the motions and getting through the day and then kind of catching up with, you know, things that I had to do from an admin, admin perspective or like things that were like my on my to-do list from a creative perspective or like cleaning or whatever. But I kind of was just like constantly just on this, like getting things done so I could get through and say that we're done rather than like really enjoying things and really like being alive. And I think there's different there's a difference between being happy and not being sad. And that's another question I asked myself was, am I happy with my life or am I just not sad with my life? And I, I, I've been working for five years now and I've lived in London, kind of grew up in London, went to uni and came back. But I think things can become habitual or routine in, in a way that you just get used to them. And so you assume that because they've been in place as structures for a long period of time, that makes them good and that makes them correct and that, that makes them appropriate. And therefore there's no need to question them. And a few of my friends, we were talking about this the other day that, well, we talked about this yesterday, actually, no, Saturday. A few of us, we've all been working in the same industry for five years. We've all kind of lived in the same area, had the same friends, done the same kind of things. And our question was, well, it can be scary to decide to shake a pillar that has been consistent in your life for a long period of time. So, for example, maybe your interests or your hobbies or the way you operate. Maybe it's just your, your cooking routine or the meals you make or the people you see or what you do on the weekend or whatever it is. Something that's been consistent in your job, you know, a partner that's been consistent in your life for such a long period of time, deciding to question that pillar that has just been so unquestioned for so long can kind of be daunting and I and I think a lot of my friends are kind of getting to the stage where they've worked now for a number of years and they're deciding to ask themselves okay well how do I feel about my career or this job or how do I feel about you know the team I'm in or like what's my long-term plan because I I was saying to someone recently that I said this to my mum I think or my auntie that as you get older it seems like the weeks and days and months and years go faster and I do feel like weeks of like this year 2022 has passed me by really quickly in a way that I can't even really comprehend and it seems like as that's happening people are becoming conscious of it and saying you know what actually I need to kind of start asking myself serious questions of figuring out where I want to be in the next year or three years or five years because next thing I know it will be five years and I still can't believe it I've been working for five years it kind of feels like I finished uni yesterday and so I think it's important to ask yourself, am I really happy with everything that's going on in my life or am I just okay with it? And I think everyone deserves to be happy and wake up each day and be excited by what they have to look forward to because at the end of the day, we have complete control of our destinies aside from like the things that we can't control such as like the economy and I guess I'm not here to be airy-fairy, things don't always work out. But we have the ability to try and drive things in the direction that we want. And I just think I've been asking myself a lot this year, Am I doing things because I feel like I want to do them or because I have to do them or because I need to do them? And figuring out and making sure things are in a balance with the majority of things I'm doing, I'm doing because I want to do and I enjoy doing them and I, I feel a passion for them rather than like this is something I'm doing because it just is the right thing to do. And that comes in a different, in a range of different ways. Um, and I find that when I speak to a lot of my like black friends and particularly Nigerian friends, where they've ended up doing careers maybe because they were encouraged to do so by their parents or that's what all their friends were doing and it was a safe route and it was a creative route. It was it's not, not creative at all, it was a safe route or a, you know, a, um, a favoured route because it gave you security. People are now in those jobs and have been for a while and actually thinking, well, I've done well. I've maybe worked hard, I've made a bit of money, i managed to do certain things. But is this what I want to do for the rest of my life? I think now you're working for a few years, you kind of get, you understand what the corporate environment is or what a working environment is. And I think thinking that you're going to be 60 and doing the same thing, you have to like what you're doing. And so I think a lot of my friends are now on a stage where they're also, our generation is very good at questioning things and if they don't like them, stopping them or kind of not wanting to just go through, I think, this um, this suffering kind of, um, there's a thing I read recently about uh, uh, parents, 
who have moved to the UK, who are like Nigerian, kind of have this um, this suffering philosophy that you know you have to kind of suffer and work hard or go through bad periods to get to good. And I think our like our generation of, of kids or generation of young adults are kind of in a different space where we feel like we don't always have to just go through hardship to have a good life. Like you can just choose to do something else. And maybe it might not be the biggest um, source of income. It might not be the most like financially viable op- opportunity, but you can just choose to do things you want to do. And we do have control and people are more willing to speak out and say, actually, my employer was kind of not taking care of me and my manager was a, bit, was a bit shit or they kind of used to treat me really horribly or I don't like the company ethos or culture. I'm just going to leave. Rather than just thinking I have to stick through and like bear it and suffer through that, people are more willing to be like, I actually don't, I don't want to stay here, so I'm not going to. And people are willing to kind of put their foot down and speak up against things they think are wrong. And so I think as you see people who are doing well in ways that weren't really possible for, I guess, because there's so much visibility on social media, you can kind of see people doing things or taking paths that are completely different to yours who seem happy. And of course, I'm not saying social media is a true insight into people's sense of joy or happiness or sense or self-worth or whatever. But you can kind of get a taste and really truly understand what people are doing in so many different ways that we couldn't before because you can see what people are doing every day and what how late they're working and where they're going and what clothes they're wearing and what food they're eating and who they're hanging out with and how much they travel. And so it kind of becomes very easy to get a real snapshot of what experiences and lives people are living dependent on what they're doing. And so people are able to question that and be like, okay, well, what things do I have that I really actually love and value and don't want to change or what things are missing and what things do I want? And so I think people are able to question that. And so aside from the work-life situation, looking at things holistically and thinking, okay, the friends I have and the things I keep doing, am I happy with them or am I just used to them? Do I feel supported by these people? Do I feel like they really are there for me and they get me and would kind of push me and support me in ways that, you know, a true friend would and kind of in a way that, you know, someone that loves you would and cares for you would? Or are these people that I'm just used to and that are complacent and kind of part of my life? And even in the way I'm living, am I happy with the way I take care of myself and how much I exercise and my the food I eat and the way I feel? Am I confident or happy in my body? And if I'm not, how can I work to make those things change from just being okay and like I'm surviving with those things to to being in a place where I feel like I'm living and I'm thriving and enjoying? And I, the, the word thriving, I feel like is such a word of um, Gen Z or whatever. But yeah, like it's you shouldn't just be surviving. You should be thriving and really living and enjoying your life and, you know, just not being sad isn't good. I, th- I think there's a difference to being happy and being like energized each day and really being happy with everything you do. And of course, it's not always going to be like this, but the majority of the time feeling really proud and excited by your life and the things you have going on. And I'm not saying I don't have that, but I'm saying I, want, I just sat down and made sure that I kind of asked myself, how do I feel about certain things and what do I want to change in the next year and how can I change that? And so I've been working and doing a lot of like planning and scheduling and kind of like um, making lists of routines and things I want to keep up and keep um abreast of and make sure that I maintain and are consistent with just in terms of like having structures in place to make my life easy so I'm not running around feeling like I'm behind on like stupid things like washing my clothes and food shopping but having those things planned out in a way that I can then spend less time thinking about them and have those things become habitual to me so I have more time to think about doing things I want to do or things that I enjoy or filling my free time with things in a way that can allow me to feel happy or feel more in control of the things I want to so that's one thing I thought about this year that I think is useful and I'd be interested to hear if, if you ask yourself as a listener, do you think you're just living or are you surviving? Are you Sorry, do you think, <laughs> as a listener, do you think you're surviving or are you living and are you happy or just not sad? Um, and it was it was, a, it was interesting to me and I've asked a few of my friends and we've had some great conversations so I encourage you to, to do the same and ask your friends and ask yourself and see where you land. And so this last one uh, is kind of actually it's quite timely because I've essentially it kind of comes down to 
being fearless and being ruthless about going for what you want and pursuing what you want to do, but also um, not comparing yourself to other people. So I'm, I'll put it into two, but essentially it's, I've learned that it's, there's no positivity that can come from constantly comparing yourself to other people and what stages they're at in their life and um, what they're achieving and how they appear to be performing. Because it just creates a constant battle of cross comparisons and constantly be like, okay, well, how am I doing with this person? This person who went to school together, and okay, well, we start work at the same time, and they seem to have way more money than me. And that isn't great, um, especially if you're comparing yourself in pursuit of something that you want to achieve. So, say for example, you want to be a dancer, and you start, you know, going to dance classes, and you start looking on. I don't know, TikTok or Instagram, looking at other people that are dancers and you start seeing, oh, well, they're getting more jobs than me and whatever. But there are so many variables. That person could have been dancing for years before you or might have started training before you did or went for a different role or type of dancing that you can't do. But I think if you compare yourselves, it's never going to be something that actually I think can bring a good form of positivity because realistically, everyone is different. Everyone's situation is, is different. Everyone's experience is different and everyone lives different lives. And so you will never have the exact same tra- tra- trajectory or life as someone else because that's just not how things work. And so on your own journey, as you travel towards something or achieve, achieving something that you want to achieve, to sit and compare yourself to other people that are on different planes and different journeys just doesn't make any sense because you're never going to be able to exactly copy and replicate what they did or go through that pathway. So you have to focus on just being on your own path and working towards that path as passionately as you can. And so I was saying it was interesting timing because I just finished watching Gangs of London, which is a uh, series on Sky Atlantic, I think, which or just Sky, which is based on a story. I'm not sure. It's a, I think it's a true story, but it's the story is about um, a family in, in London that runs the underground drug world and then a kind of uh, another family that, that they're in partnerships with that runs a really successful business uh, in London dealing with investors and it kind of is how the underworld and the the upper world should I say connect with each other and how the the drug family use the powerful investors to push their their agenda and how that kind of works and then it, it talks about betrayal and family and love and business and passion and power and how all those things can kind of interplay with each other and how they can be damaging and how they can actually be you know there can be so many things that come with success that people don't perceive or don't really expect. Uh, And it's just so well made. It's beautifully shot. There are some really cool, and I'm not even someone that is an action person. I don't really like, um, like long fight scenes or like guns or violence, but the way it's shot, the scenes always come when you least expect it and they never have the ending you expect. And so it's been really, really interesting to watch and really funny actually. And I'm really just really entertaining. But one of the things when the character Layla says is if you really want what you claim you want, you must be willing to go for it without fear and without care. And I think it's it's such a it's such a um it's interesting phrasing. If you really claim what you say sorry, I, I'm speaking like I don't know how to speak today. If you really want what you claim you want. So then that in itself is kind of like it's framed as like a well, I'm not certain if it, you truly want it, but if you do want what you say you want, so again asking you to be certain that you want what you say you want, which I think sometimes we don't always have. You might think you want to do something. I want to be a piano player. As a kid, I wanted to be um, a singer-songwriter. I was like, I'm going to be a performer and do whatever. And da, 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 da. But I'm, I'm still even now not sure if that's what I really want or if I just thought it looked cool, um, you know? Or, you know, maybe you, you, I bought roller skates. I want to roller skate. And I bought them and I never actually got around to using them. And that might not be because I don't want to do them, but maybe I just didn't have time. But again, if I really wanted to, to do it, I would have made time to do it. So 
that's the first part of the phrase but it's like if you decide that you truly want it and you really want it then you have to be able to you know live without fear and without care and pursue that and I think that's something I haven't done this year I've been I've only just kind of got into doing it now like I started a new Instagram because I kind of was like a bit like oh people are going to think it's weird I'm starting a new Instagram I'm starting this new page and coming with this new personality and doing all sorts of content and really trying to be a content creator but then I kind of just decided who cares like if I, that's what I want to do is what I, what I want to do but this comes down to what I was saying about the comparison thing because I was constantly comparing myself to the way other people did things and how they got whatever and how they achieved certain things and the way they've formed their career or the way they've branded themselves and the way they've kind of gained the following whatever I felt like I had to do things in a similar way and not you know be a certain personality type and kind of like acclimatize and copy other people and replicate that I just don't think my strength lies in being conformative or fitting into a box or replicating other people I think my strength comes from just me my opinions and my character my personality and so I'm trying to bring that into things now going forward but I've taken the whole year it's been a year because I remember December last year I was with my sister and brother about this and I was like I might try and do you know just be more just put out more content and kind of be creative online as that's the kind of the biggest platform I have outside of work and where I can kind of do short form content and actually be able to just create things and I enjoy making things and editing things and spicing things together and thinking of ideas and talking about things um but I've taken the year and it's just taken me now finally I'm actually like okay I'm actually going to do this and I think if I was able to live with that fear of failure or fear of comparison or fear of what people were going to say and live without care right and not be not care about what happens if it doesn't happen um I think I'd be a different place now I would have definitely done more than I had I wouldn't have wasted or not wasted but I wouldn't have had this year pass me by in the way it did I probably would have been further ahead in that but it took me a while to really decide that I don't care I'm going to be fearless about it and that can come with so many things I think you know, the way you carry yourself at work and the personality you bring, if you're worried about, you know, being seen a certain way, your personality not acclimatising, it can make you, you know, sink into your shell and not want to be the version of yourself that you really are. Um, and again, even with friendships and with people that are treating you wrong or things you disagree with, like, if you truly believe in something, you have to be able to stand for it and not worry about, you know, the repercussions and truly not care about what other people think or say. And I think it's been interesting as I was thinking about this the last few weeks and just thinking about this episode and then I watched I finished the final episode yesterday and you know again Leila said the same thing you know at, at the end of one of the last episodes was if you truly want what you say you want you have to be able to live without fear and without care and I've just been thinking about that all day today. it's really it's really sad with me and I hope it's um sitting with you as you listen to this but I think it encourages you to first figure out what it is you want what it is you truly want and to figure out if you really want what you're saying you want or if there are other things you want that you're just not, not even comfortable yet addressing or saying that you want to do um, or want to achieve. Because I think for me, sometimes it's even like embarrassing to say I want to be successful in certain things or that I want to just be fully creative and be successful in that and thrive and live in that space and be known for being a, a creative. And it's taken me the last year or so and just really just watching other creators and I watched the Andy Warhol documentary on Netflix which I really recommend it was great just to see an artist who lived his life as an artist and lived you know kind of as a character in itself and was focused on constantly creating things that could be seen as art in different forms and pushing the boundaries it made me understand like how freeing that looked and how much I want that for myself to be someone that just creates things and is constantly working on ideas and working with my friends and partners and colleagues and just bringing things and questioning ideas and pushing content out and telling stories and encouraging people to like reflect and and and, and live in that kind of creative space I realized that that was something I really wanted and it took me a while to be able or aware to aware of that completely and be able to fully accept that and confess that and so it taken me a while to actually understand what it is I really want versus what I was saying I wanted and before I thought it was like you know 
just loads of money and just like you know being in the corporate ladder but I realized that you know I still want that but I want it in a different way and it's not what what I think there are other things that were kind of muddying the waters in a way um and so I think I've been able to kind of see things in a different light but then also I think now as I've realized that it's taken me kind of the last few months of the year to kind of gradually get to a place where I'm willing to say also I, I want those things and I'm going to pursue them regardless of what happens and if it goes well or it doesn't go well or if people find it weird or people don't want to support it or people don't want to follow that's also fine but I am going to go for those things myself because that's what I want and I'm not going to let anything discourage me from doing that and it's been really nice to have that energy because anytime I'm feeling down or tired or a bit demotivated demotivated or not really able to pull myself up and do certain things I then just say to myself you know remember what it is you want and why you want it and why you're doing these things and then that helps me pull myself up and be like okay well if you want what you say you really want you've got to go for it you've got to just keep doing it and push for it and I think again what I was saying at the the start with the first thing about you know pulling things off my plate when I've bitten off more than I can chew and actually had too much going on is that it's helped me focus on what it is I really want and what those priorities are and also just figure out the order of priority for those things and allow myself to then go for those things as much as I can as fully as possible because I've cut off some things or put some things on pause that I don't really have the energy or desire to focus on right now and just focus on doing what I want to do for myself and I think freeing up that space has been really nice for me so ask yourself what do you want and if you truly want what you say you want are you living without fear or care? And if you're not, what can you do to get to a place where you can live without fear or care and go for the things you want? Okay, well, thank you so much for listening, guys. This is the end of episode 11, the final episode of 2022. I wish everyone a Merry Christmas and a warm Christmas, wherever you're listening. And I hope everyone manages to see family, reflect, relax, and have an enjoyable time. Thank you for everyone that's listened to any episodes this year so far, or has liked anything I've shared on Instagram, or even just followed the page or left a review or any kind of comment. It's really appreciated. I hope that it continues to grow and evolve in a way and you guys can come along with me on that journey. And I really appreciate everyone that has listened so far. It does mean a lot. And people have texted me and said they enjoyed a certain episode or they liked a certain thing or that it resonated with them. That really just mean does mean a lot. So please keep letting me know that you like it because it gives me the motivation to keep making these episodes and helps me know that people are listening. And if you have any ideas, I really do like when people make suggestions of things they'd like to hear me talk about or topics they'd like to see covered. So please do drop me a message because I'm happy to kind of cover it at one point when I get around to it. I have a long list. Um, but yeah, just thanks so much and I really appreciate everyone's time. Uh, if you haven't already followed the Instagram page, please do. It's at Black Eye the Pod. Uh, you can find this podcast on all your streaming platforms, so be sure to um, subscribe or follow whatever you can do. And if you have the chance, go on Apple um, Podcasts and leave a review of some sort or Spotify, give it a positive rating if you can because it, it helps a lot and helps with growth and um, exposure to other people that might listen. But other than that, thank you very much. Um, Stay warm, stay safe, and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. See you guys in 2023. Goodbye.